Hey friends and welcome back into the pod. Um, let's see, I'm waiting for an appointment that I'm early for, which is great. I took a little drive through Concord and Lexington to look at the leaves. Um, and they are beautiful, but I'm not going to drive up to the Kangamangas Highway in New Hampshire and sit there in traffic for hours to look at what are beautiful but dead leaves. So that's just not my shtick. And uh, so I leave peep when I'm around home, which is very easy to do, thankfully. The reason that I am doing this pod is not to talk to you about the dead leaves that are beautiful, but to talk to you about fascism. Now, we've talked about fascism in pods before, and I just started, I just finished watching um, last week The U.S. and the Holocaust. A very great documentary in three parts on pbs.org. And I learned a lot. And now I'm listening to a new podcast by Rachel Maddow called Ultra. So if you look where you get your podcasts, you will see uh, Rachel Maddow Ultra. And um, it is different than her other podcasts. But she has a great way of storytelling. So, um, we're only two episodes into this podcast and, um, I'm recommending it for sure. Um, as I was almost about to finish, um, episode two of her podcast, it started to really irritate me, not the podcast, the whole topic. So here's what, when African-Americans, Latinas, Jews, other marginalized groups like women try to talk to you about the fact that racism and misogyny is inherent in our society and you say, no, it's not because you're um, maybe a white man who's older or younger. Um, I just want to tell you that you're off base And that it absolutely has been inherent in our country. Wow. So far, I'm back to the 1800s. And uh, it goes back further than that, of course, because of the Civil War and uh, slavery and whatnot. The reality of the situation is what we're experiencing right now is not unprecedented. People are constantly saying this is unprecedented. This is unprecedented. January 6th was unprecedented. Um, a fascist trying to become president or being president and trying to get, become more of a fascist, a more outspoken and out front fascist is unprecedented. Well, that last piece might be, but people in our government, senators, Congress, people advocating for fascism, churches and religions advocating for fascism is not unprecedented. And in fact, the podcast, and if you watch the documentary on PBS, you will see that in fact, this exact, well, not a hundred percent exact, but about 85 to 90% exact same thing has happened before in our country. During World War II, as I said in a previous pod, very prominent Americans, people like Charles Lindbergh and Helen Keller, advocated for um, 
or advocated against Jews and saying that Jews are the devil and Jews are trying to take over your country and Jews should be ostracized from this country and Jews should have their property taken in the United States, very similar to what was happening in Germany in the 1930s. Um, yes, yes, prominent Americans, Congress people and senators were and had formed the American Nazi party and wanted to further Hitler's aims in America. It's all about making someone the enemy. It's all about making people feel like things are being taken away from them by people who are, quote, the other. That is not happening. That is not happening. Okay? No one is taking your job. No one is going to kill your family. Jews are not trying to take over the world. I go to all the meetings and that's not even talked about. Just so you know. Okay? And I'm not kidding. Being a little flippant, but I'm not kidding. All the Jewish people have ever wanted to do is exist just like you. We don't care to take over your, quote, country. It's our country too, by the way. I was born in America. My grandparents were born in America. It is my great-grandparents who were born elsewhere and came here to get a better life for our family, to work hard, to build businesses, to be entrepreneurs, to try to have a good life in America just like you. And if you look into your family's history, you're going to see that you probably, your people probably didn't come over from your home country a hell of a lot earlier than my people did. Okay? So when people say, my country, my this, my that, it's a whole lot of bullshit. This is not your country versus my country or those immigrants coming now. Um, I'm in listening to this pod, I'm learning that there was a very prominent Catholic priest who had a very, very popular radio show early in our country's history, obviously after radios were invented. And he was preaching every week that Jews are the devil and that we're trying to take your homes, your families, rape your women, take over the world, and we must be eradicated. And that fascism is the way to go. Democracy is not. Now, I feel very, very strongly that I have to step in and say, with whatever platform I have, that fascism has never ever been a long-term functioning government for any country on this planet. Fascist countries 
experience hunger, unemployment, degradation, Holocaust, um, a collapsing economy, and all sorts of other things that are not a functioning country. Fascism is best seen during the Nazi government in Germany when millions of Jews and others were murdered people were hungry the country was collapsing under economic strain and all of the money of the country that looted from the Jews and others was going to the war machine for one megalomaniac, Hitler, to try to take over other countries. Germany was not a functioning country under fascism. So I don't know why there are so many people right now who are toying with the idea of saying that fascism is better than democracy. Because it's totally not. Fascism is when one or a very small group of a couple of people are getting all of the money and all of the resources of a country. It is a dictatorship-based model. And only those who bow to the dictator will even get anything, including education, jobs, medical care. And it will be a very small group. Because dictators and fascists tend to be extremely paranoid because they are mentally ill individuals. And apparently in this country, way back in the 1800s through to the 1930s, until D-Day in 1945, a lot of people in this, I shouldn't say a lot, a group of people in this country were trying to push America to become fascist. Why? Because Hitler was creating disinformation in this country, just like Russia and China are creating disinformation here now. It is not going to be better for you, no matter who you are, if this country becomes fascist. Are you a woman? Are you a woman of color? Okay, are you Latinx? Could you be thought to be Latinx? Could you be thought to be part African American? Could you be Jewish? You know, there were people thrown into concentration camps and murdered just for helping someone who was Jewish. Just for talking to them. Because Defuhrer didn't like it because he was a paranoid megalomaniac like Putin is. Putin's circle of people is teeny tiny because he's so paranoid. When you are a leader, a true leader, you surround yourself with a group of people who make you better and your organization better, whether that might be a company, a city, a state, a country. You don't surround yourself with four people who yes you to death. I'm looking at you, former guy. 
So if you're thinking and you're hearing all these conspiracy theories and you're thinking, yeah, Jews are bad, blacks are bad, Latins are bad. Why are you latching on to that? What is going on in your life that you want to blame other people? What is it? Do you not have the job you want? Do you not have the success that you want? Are you then going to look and listen to these people who are trying to get you angry and put you in a place of constant and consistent anger so that you can blame the other? Are you a fat, overweight, out of shape, um, unsuccessful white man who's old and is feeling like your time has passed so you need somebody to blame so you're going to start with your wife? who then left you because you were an asshole and you were angry all the time and you refused to leave the house and all you would do is watch Fox News and get madder and madder and madder and madder and madder and more mad. Then you were alone so you were mad. So maybe you decided to buy a gun so you could feel successful and powerful because yeah, you're a man if you have an AK. Yeah, I'm going to go kill people. And did you decide to go postal somewhere to make yourself feel powerful? Or did you decide to find a girlfriend and beat the shit out of her so you could feel better about yourself? Or maybe you didn't do any of that, but you decided to hate. You decided hate was going to be your your emotion of choice. You were going to hate. Oh, my neighbors are black. Those MFers are fucking drug dealers and killers and murderers and criminals. I hate them. Did you decide to hate every black person, every woman, every Latinx person, anybody who was other than old, fat, and white? Is that what you were going to do? Is that what you decided to live in anger? Let me tell you something. These people stoking fear every day. Oh my God, rainbow fentanyl. You can't let your kids go out trick-or-treating. It's the devil's holiday. They're going to get drugged with rainbow fentanyl. I'm sorry, what? There's a mother in Texas who is on the internet trying to tell people that Hocus Pocus 2 is a um, underground devil-worshipping movie. And if you let your kids watch it or if you watch it yourself, you will be brainwashed into a satanic cult. Now, you might be listening to this and thinking, that sounds crazy. But you know how your mother watches infomercials because she's lonely after your dad died and she's sending money to all these people on the internet who she doesn't know and she's losing her her house and her life savings because she's believing people and she's sending $1,000 into this ministry for holy water, quote unquote. That's going to, that's going to give her thousands of dollars and change her life. No, your mother needs therapy. She needs to get out and socialize with real people. She needs someone to tell her, no, that water is not holy. And sending that preacher a thousand dollars is just going to get him closer to a private jet. And it's going to get you absolutely nowhere. When people feel like they've lost hope, they need encouragement. They need resources. 
They don't need an online preacher who's telling them to hate everyone and become a fascist. Fascism is the way. Look in history. Fascism hasn't been the way to anything other than murder, death, destruction, and war. Look it up. If you don't believe me, Google fascism. Google the history of fascism. Google successful fascist governments, and you're not going to find any. Italy has has, um, voted for a fascist, a neo-fascist prime minister. And I can tell you, because I am on the um, expats in Italy Facebook page, because my husband can get dual citizenship, and we have toyed back and forth with using that to live in the EU at some point. Uh, Their country is already in the shitter, and so, of course, they wanted something, quote, different. And that's my fear. Because what you don't see is the millions of jobs that have been created since the pandemic. The fact that our current government is moving us in a direction of fixing all of our infrastructure, upgrading our railroads and our airports. And that is happening right now. Our country is moving forward on a better footing. Is it perfect? No, it is not. There are still going to be major challenges coming off of the pandemic. But if you decide to vote, quote unquote, just for something different and you decide fascism is the different thing you want to vote for, then I promise you that two years from now, you're going to wake up and go, fuck, what did I do? America is not pie. There is enough bounty for everyone. Steer your children into going into college to get a good job. And if college isn't their thing, steer them into a trade school, which is going to help them to educate themselves for a career that is going to be truly effective in their lives, make them happy, make them a good living, and let them live their best life. Do not allow your children, I am very sorry, to go to school for English lit. If they want to teach, that's one thing. But English lit is not going to get you a solid job. Going to school for basket weaving and art is not going to get you a good job. Have those be your minors. Have it be something that you enjoy. But let's face it, you didn't raise the next Picasso most likely. Stop putting millions of dollars of your money throughout your children's lives into four different sports, all of which you think are going to get your child into the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, and every other damn thing, because it's probably not going to happen. What you need to do is focus on interesting your children in learning and giving them, giving them Away, whether it be trade school or um, an apprenticeship or college, into making a good life. But the lack of education in this country is allowing people to be convinced of things that are absolutely detrimental to them, their families, and our country. It's not unprecedented. Look back in history. And you'll see that we've been here before. It was awful and horrible then. 
it didn't work and we chose the right path and let's choose it again.